Do you want to reach your next level in business and health? Do you need help unlocking your potential and taking action? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Empowered Life Podcast, a podcast that empowers women to change physically, emotionally, and financially, and to live a life they love. Now, here's your host, Lisa Pizek. Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Empowered Life. Lisa Pizek here, and I want to talk to you today about the three roles that you take on or that you could potentially take on in times of conflict, in times of stress, in times when literally stuff just hits the fan, and you take on three roles, and they can change based on the situation. And I know this firsthand because this past week, they say everything happens in three, and I had three really stressful, really unfortunate events that happened. And it was up to me to make a choice to not follow in the footsteps of these three roles that I have played in my past. If you know anything about me and about my work, I'm all about breaking the mold. I'm all about getting better than you were yesterday than you were a year ago, than you were 10 years ago, and always adapting and evolving to be your happiest and healthiest self. So the three stressful things that I went through, the first one was a really good friend, an actual business partner of mine, decided to walk away from the business. And it was almost like a sucker punch because it was completely unexpected. Um, It just was, I never would have imagined that two years of building a community together, building a business together. I never ever would have thought that would have been the outcome, but people make choices and those things are out of your control and those things happen. And I can say that now, last week I was highly emotional and I had a a whole, you know, range of emotions happening, but that was really the realization is that you can't change people. And we know that the second incident that happened to me, was my break them old book and my ebook is is being picked up by chapters and it's there it's in the stores it's online and i got a horrendous review now keep in mind i had five incredible reviews in the first week but i had one to the core terrible review. It called me entitled. It called me self-centered. It called me and my writing inauthentic. And it was just crazy to me because that's nothing of who I am and what I stand for. It's the complete opposite of everything that I stand for. And it's just, wow, that really showed me that two people, or in this case, six people can read the same thing but have an incredibly different perspective and experience about what they read or what they experienced and more on that to come. And then unfortunately the last event that happened was my husband's dad, my father-in-law took a pretty serious stroke and was in the hospital for a little over a week. And it was incredibly scary It was a wake-up call, I think, for him and for my in-laws that many years of behavior either leads to a good outcome or a not-so-great outcome. Now, that's not to say that people that take incredible care of themselves sometimes get dealt a really 
shitty card if I can just say that. And they do get sick and things happen and we don't understand why things like that happen. But in this case, my in-laws really need to change a lot of their lifestyle habits because that plaque and that cholesterol and that muck that caused that clot and caused that stroke developed over, you know, 30, 40 plus years of not so great habits for my father-in-law. So he's going to make a full recovery. He's a fighter. He's, this is where his stubbornness is really an amazing thing. Um, but talk about, wow, talk about, holy moly, things just hitting you left, right, and center and having to be resilient and adaptable. And the three roles that we take in times of struggle and stress, the first one is the persecutor. And when you are a persecutor, you are either highly critical, you are highly judgmental, if you're of the narcissistic type, nothing is ever your fault, or that's almost like the parent piece of it, of the persecutor, or there's the child piece of the persecutor, where there's either the free child, which we can think about if you have children, you see how beautiful and happy and positive and loving and free and a free spirit they are, something that I think as adults we keep trying to get back to, or you are the adapted child. And what does that mean? It means that you've had to act a certain way based on your upbringing in order to get approval in order to survive in order to just be able to adapt to your environment whether it was healthy or not and for me i found myself not so much being the adult and being the critical or judgmental um person or even the the free child i found myself acting a little bit like the adapted child and i went into defense mode and i thought that everything was my fault and that was a theme growing up that I, I had to deal a lot with that, you know, if I didn't make somebody happy, it was my fault they were upset or it was my fault they weren't proud of me or it was my fault something went wrong. And, and I had to blame myself in order for things to be okay and to survive. And that was the first thing I did when my business partner decided she didn't want to be in the business anymore. And I thought, what did I do? And it took a lot of journaling and a heck of a lot of self-reflection to realize that I was me. I was my best self. I was a giver. I gave and gave and gave. And I came from a place of service, not a place of what's in it for me. And I think we were just going down two completely different paths. And we did business just completely different. Our style of service and coaching was just so different. And I think it wasn't that way in the beginning. But as I said earlier, people adapt, people change, and we just started to go down two different paths. And I think the break or the split was destined to happen. With my book review, when I first read those words, I'm going to be 100% honest because I'm not immune, I cried so hard. And I know some people are like, screw it, who cares? You know, you're doing amazing. I know, I know I'm doing amazing things, but I'm working on it. I'm a work in progress. And I think again, coming from an upbringing where perfection was needed and you were criticized and people were critical of you, coaches and parents and things and people, I, I went into that victim mode of 
oh, woe is me. Everybody hates me. I'm just a fraud. I should pack it up. And, and it's kind of crazy when I think about that now. That it's like, why would I let one person make me feel that way? But I know that's a trigger for me. I know that's a trigger from my past. But I went into that victim mode. And that was a choice. And that's a tough pill to swallow when you realize that when you go into victim mode, you're choosing to do that. That's your second role, the victim. And you're choosing to relive the past. It wasn't so much the book review that I had a hard time digesting. It was that it triggered emotions and feelings from my past. So remember, it's a choice. And the victim is really uh, an awful role to play because you never get out of it. You feel like you're just spinning. You feel like you're reliving all that negativity. And it's all about perspective. Remember I said there were five people that read the book and loved it and one person that didn't. It's not the actual event that sometimes hurts. Sometimes we think back to our past and we think, they did this to me, or they said this to me, or I failed at this. No, it's your perspective that is the most important thing. It's your perspective that makes it or breaks it. It's like a traffic jam on the way to work, and you have one person honking their horn and ticked off, and you have the other person playing a podcast, learning while they're driving, rocking out to some music. It's not the traffic jam. That's the terrible event. It's the perspective of the two people in the traffic jam that's so different. So if you're playing the victim, and I'm not minimizing that, again, there's abuse and neglect and horrific things that happen in this world. But if you're playing the victim, you have to change your perspective. You have to stop reliving it. And you have to go back and you have to tell yourself it's okay. I'm okay. We're okay. Everything's okay. It happened in the past. And you're going to grow and you're going to learn. You're going to move forward from it. And the last role we play, we play, pardon me, outside of the persecutor and the victim is the rescuer. And we see this sometimes in, you know, affairs where someone's not getting the love and attention they need from one partner. So they feel that the person they're cheating with is the rescuer that comes in and saves the day. We see that sometimes with parents where one's the persecutor and one's the rescuer. And when my father-in-law took that stroke, I knew I didn't want to play that rescuer role, even though other parts of the family or people in the family did. They were sitting vigil at his bedside, taking off work, and yeah, the first couple days were quite scary, but he was making a full recovery. He was doing well. And what happens is when you are a rescuer, you become a people pleaser. You become the hero. You put other people's needs before you, no matter what. And you begin to lose yourself. And that's the slippery slope that you maybe don't realize when you become a rescuer those are the people that look in the mirror one day and go, holy crap, how did I put on 30 pounds? How do my clothes not fit? Or man, I am severely run down and burnt out and sleep deprived. Those are the people that without warning, even though the body and the mind has been giving you warning or giving that person warning, they've been ignoring it because they want to be the rescuer and the people pleaser. 
they all of a sudden, they go, 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 go. Boom, they hit that crash. Whether that crash is being sick, an illness, a medical event, a lost relationship, something breaks down because you've lost yourself. And myself as a mom and nurse and wife and trainer, it's so easy for me to put everybody else's needs before mine. And I used to be a huge people pleaser. And again, I think that goes back to that little bit of the adapted child in me that it took me a long time to not feel guilt and not feel mom guilt and not feel wife and spouse guilt. That's even a real thing. I think it is. And just not feel guilt about saying, this is what I need. And I really need everyone to support me in this because I need to go and work out for 30 minutes a day because it helps my mental health. Um, I need to food prep. I need to clean the house because when there's clutter, I'm like a raving lunatic and a crazy person and I can't take it. So I'm not afraid to put my needs first because when I'm in check, physically, spiritually, emotionally, then I don't have to be a rescuer. I can be an adult. I can be a supportive peer. And I don't have to take on that role. So I just want to leave you with that. I know you may be in a time of conflict right now. You may be in a time of transition. You may be working through something or you know you need to work through something and you're playing one of those roles because you're avoiding. You're avoiding talking to somebody that can help you. You're avoiding doing whatever it is that you know you need to do to get out of being a persecutor or a victim or a rescuer. And if you can almost draw a triangle, draw an upside down triangle on a piece of paper, and that upside down triangle, you have the persecutor in the left corner, the rescuer in the right corner, and the victim in the bottom corner. And you can see that almost makes like an arrow. And what does that mean? It means get out. It can mean two things. It can mean you're finding your way at the bottom and you're going you're gonna to hit rock bottom soon. Or for me, I think that arrow means get out. Get out of those three roles and be okay. Go back to taking care of you. Go back to what you know and what you love. And if you're struggling, go talk to somebody. I had to do that this week. I used to be really afraid to go for counseling. I was afraid of judgment. I was afraid there's something wrong with me. I was afraid people would think that I don't have all my stuff together and who cares? Because your mental health and your physical health and your spiritual health and your relationships and your family are so much more important than what people think about you. So if you're stuck in one of these roles and you don't know how to get out, that's why you hire a coach. That's why you hire a life coach or a business coach or a health coach. That's why you go see a counselor or a therapist. That's what those people's job is for. And I really want you to know that you're okay. I'm okay. You're okay. We're all okay. We all struggle, but we all can make a choice to change our perspective, to stop being a hero and to change our self-care routines and to get back to being that free child and moving away from that adapted child that feels like they have to do a certain thing to survive. It's not about survival. It's about living your happiest, healthiest self. I'm going to be okay. My family's going to be okay. It's all okay. And I wish that same peace and love and awesomeness 
for you. So thank you for tuning in. That's my latest episode of The Empowered Life, and I'll see you again next time. You've been listening to The Empowered Life Podcast. For more free business and health training, go to www.lisapizik.com.